1: This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the Triple
0: Option. Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Welcome into the Triple Option. I'm Paul Catalina alongside Royden Ogletree. Hey, there was a national championship game last was night. Was uh, there? Uh, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit better, but like I will say this in that it was way better than last year's. Wow, um, yeah. <laughs> way better than last year's, and better than many of the, the national championship games we've gotten for but three quarters. It was a. It, it ended up being a good game. It was a competitive game, and then Michigan's physicality just wins out. Yeah, and that's what they do. Um, I feel that Garrett. I know you can back me up on this. What's up? At the beginning of the season, who did I say was going to win the national championship? I can't remember. Florida it, was, State. it was no, it was Michigan. Was it Michigan? I okay. said Michigan, and then last yesterday evening, when I got chance to pick that and stick with my guns, mm. I backed off oh, it you and folded picked Washington last second because I've just not been that impressed with them the last month. You know, I just thought like, nah, eh, you know, they haven't, but they just muscle you up so yeah. well and. You know, so this game to me have, feels
2: like. Sorry, this game to me feels like they were almost sleepwalking through some of their Big Ten schedule.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, like look, it, look. There's the pre-Conner Stallions. There's post-Conner Stallions. Yeah. And pre-Conner Stallions, like they were putting up offensive numbers that didn't hold when they didn't have the signals Gee. anymore. <laughs> so, um, so there's those two things that happen, and when everybody like. When everybody found out about it, and then whenever like, and they had to change. Yes, it was different. hardball wasn't but, there, but they were still yeah, but they were still incredibly efficient, and they won their games. And they, they really, other than the Ohio State game, there was not a game that was in question at all. Like the Penn State game, they didn't throw a pass in the second half. It was half just gross, and weren't worried about it. Like they just weren't. Yeah. Like you're watching them going, well, we're not worried about this offense in the slightest, so we're just going to run the ball like we do. And last night. They took – there's two things that I wish I'd put more weight behind. One is – and we talked about this a lot last week. Texas gave up running the ball more than they should have early in the game when they were still – Oh, that was
2: all over my timeline of Texas fans being like, I can't believe that we lost – well, you did.
0: But you did – and you did maybe because because of this. Like, you kind of were like, well, let's try to get the receivers going. Let's try to do this. When you didn't really need to – and so I'm sure Sark will be kicking himself for that after watching that game last night. And the other thing was, so Alabama, outside of the Texas game, skirted through all year, Garrett and I talked about this a lot, being ridiculously sloppy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Really sloppy and having really sloppy, stupid mistakes. Penalbys. They just, yeah, they never had a team that made them pay for it, including Georgia, which blew my mind. But nobody made them pay for it. Michigan made them pay for it, Washington. And they almost
2: didn't. We forget how Washington
0: was a lot cleaner team than Alabama, but they played every game tight. And so when you play every game tight and you don't, you know, ever really assert control in those moments, a team like Michigan is going to make you pay for that. And Michigan did that. And those, to me, were the two the two biggest factors in why Michigan and not Washington last night.
2: The margin for error when you're playing a team as good as as Michigan has been all year, and like. I have been saying on the show that sneaky like Washington might be the best team that mm-hmm. in in NCAA really, mm-hmm. but then you kind of look back on it and you're like, oh well, what about the other guy that was also 14 and 0 and just killing everyone? Mm-hmm. Um, but the margin for error when you're playing a team that is in consideration for one A or one B for the best team, it, it gets thinner and thinner. So I think like I think that it all came to a head. Washington whatever pixie dust or uh or magic lamp that they rub to like win some of these some of these close nail biter games down the stretch against Oregon especially yeah. It's weird to say that like cuz some people don't believe in luck I kind of do when it comes to college yeah. football cuz it's such a weird sport uh-huh. that it just kind of ran out yeah and so once that margin for error ran out and they were making pre-snap penalties and like setting themselves behind the chains and all of a sudden Michael Penix couldn't hit throws. And then it was well, just like they beat the
0: crap out
2: of him. Yeah, they they didn't sack him that often, but like they did hit the guy all night, but they're in his lap. But it it felt to me like oh the clock struck midnight a little bit on mm. whatever the story was. And not to discount what all they've done this season, because it takes winners to win those yeah. close matchups, obviously.
0: But eventually you're gonna get you're gonna get to somebody who's not going to make those mistakes. And Michigan...
2: who's yeah. not going to fold down yeah. the stretch.
0: And Michigan, like, for all, like, you could say about, like, their style and boring and blah, 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 they don't make mistakes. They don't, like, beat themselves no. at all. Like, their worst thing that they do is, like, throw an incomplete pass on third and eight. And you're like... Throw it out of bounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's the worst thing. You know, they don't really turn the ball over that much. They don't, like... They don't they don't make silly defensive mistakes. They don't I mean their special teams will be their Achilles Hill, but last night it didn't show cuz you were able to bounce in the field goals, but that's really yeah. the only thing you can Yeah, point they dropped to. a punt
2: in that Alabama game like it yeah. was a little it felt a little hairy sometimes down with them fielding punts, but and yeah, he squeaked in those field goals, yeah. both of them by the yeah, hair of their chin. But like I Yeah, it really is sort of the ground and pound old-style is the hardball mentality that we've always seen, but it don't make mistakes. Don't turn the ball over. And eventually, these linebackers will fold. And also, will probably just mug your wide receivers all the way down the field and hope <laughs> yeah. that they call a penalty. But don't worry about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, you go with it until it quits working. And yeah. you know you saw last night, um, you know, some, like Michigan – and this Ari Wasserman mentioned this last week and he's the dude for the athletic. He's he is the captain of stars matter. Yeah, stars, stars matter. Stars matter, stars matter, stars matter. But even he has started to move off of that because You know, how much do stars matter for Texas A&M in 2022 anymore? It doesn't. Like, sometimes stars matter, yes. You need to have good recruiting classes to win the national championship. You need to have those plus players. But you also have to have veteran-developed guys, and that's what the transfer portal has allowed teams to do is, all right, so say we don't have the number one class or the number four class. We have the number nine or 11 class, but I can also go in the portal and – Get veteran dudes to help me out where I would have to be throwing a true freshman out there before, and you know I can I can. It's a great equalizer, or it yeah. can you know raise your ceiling if you're, that if you're much good higher. if you're good at it, you know. Yeah. And you know, there's not it's again, it's like free agency, like in 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 the NFL, like you know, if you use it as a supplemental thing, it's great. Right, if, you if use it's your only it, thing. If like it's your only thing. you know. 2012 ask,
2: Eagles or yeah, whatever.
0: Ask the, yeah, or ask the, the Browns or the Jaguars. I've had so many like bad years where, like, we have so much salary cap room. We're just going to give it to everybody. And then, and then no one asks, like, hey, if this guy's worth so much money, then why did the team that he was with just let him go? Do his <laughs> knees work? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, hey. Um, Don't worry about it. Yeah. When, uh, when you throw a pass to him. Does he say "ow"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my <laughs> hand was broken eleven times, yeah. and I, 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 just can't, you know, all, all those things. Was so so, Ronnie Lot was like missing f- isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he cut off the top. I've, I've, I've interviewed. We've interviewed Ronnie Lot uh, a couple times. We, um, I'll tell you this quick sidebar story. So we're at the Super Bowl in New York and Radio Row, and we were trying to get somebody, and the lady told me we could get him, and then he's like, "Oh, he." I don't know where he is. He just kind of left. like the situation. He's got to be. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be back. He's going to be back, but I don't know when. I just know that he has to do these interviews this, this at late afternoon. And I was like, oh man, okay. She's like, well, I've got Ronnie Lott and Eric Dickerson here <laughs> for Snickers. Do you want them? And I was like, I mean, I guess if I've got to. Oh, and then like, and then like in my mind, I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like, cause smoke, Smokey gets like. Gary can tell you it gets real kind of territorial. Although yes. you guys to see chill smokey at the He got real territorial and he was like really upset. I was like, hey, we're not getting so-and-so, whoever it was. Who yeah. so I can't remember now, because I was like, but I do have Jake from safe. And, and then perfectly like they walked up behind me. I was like, I've got Eric Dickerson and Ronnie Lott here to do an interview with this. Is that okay? And and he was just like, oh, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so. Um, before and even said, I said, before we even start, he goes, yes, everybody wants to see it. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. I said, and he doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you know, it works. Yeah, he can, he, can, I, he can do everything that we can do. I like your point, though, going all the way back
2: about like the stars win thing. Like, I'm so sick of teams that I root for. Baylor, like being like, yeah, we can get there with like, no offense to these guys, but like three star prospects. It's like, no, every dude, it feels like on the Michigan line, and I know this can't be true, but it like on the Michigan offensive and defensive line are like five star, six foot seven, three hundred and seventy pound dudes, mm-hmm. like every single one of them. And I know I'm being hyperbolic, but like there, it that feels like where they have won, and it's, it's where, where these, wins. And it's where Georgia has won, and it's where these. These massive programs have won. And then you can feel it fill in like I, I think Blake Coram was like a four star prospect. Mm-hmm. But like, or maybe even a high three star. But you know, he's ran for twenty-five touchdowns. You wanna know why? Cause he's running behind the most the huge, the biggest people on earth. Yeah. And um it like they would write Bible stories about these people if they showed up back in the day. And yeah. I, I think that I think that where we get lost in the weeds is oh, we can we can make do in the transfer transfer portal with these dudes from you know Kennesaw State or wherever, when really it's like I think where you need to look for the for the transfer portal people is like the secondary and your wide receivers and your running backs, and occasionally occasionally the quarterback, if you build up front with massive prospects, which there's like I don't know ten. Linemen yeah, usually there, there aren't many that are like five star prospects, but I think if you start there and then build out, it, it really helps. And like all that to say, that's the reason that Donovan Edwards like tripled his rushing output last night in one game. Yeah, that and Washington's linebackers couldn't keep contained to save their lives. But so
0: yeah. I'm going to go through just recent history when it comes to. National like champions when you talk about offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. Okay. So we just talked about Mi- Michigan. They've got Ladarius. Like they had Zach Zinter all year too, who didn't play because he had a season-ending injury, I believe, against Ohio State. But he he's he's going to be a high draft pick too. But like Zach Zinter and Drake Nugent and Ladarius Henderson all. And Ladarius Henderson's a transfer. Like they brought him in. They have all these big stud offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. They also have Mason Graham. And Chris Jenkins up the middle. Uh, and last year they had Chris Jenkins and Mozzie Smith. So, like, they've been building this for a while. I'm not yeah. even talking about their ends, but right up the middle, they were good. Look, Georgia won the previous two, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in the previous two years, they've had guys like Jordan Davis on defense. They've got those huge offensive lines that just knocked through. And if you go by, like, I you mean, know, Allen, actually the
2: best player in the NFL that's on the Eagles now. Why am I forgetting his name? They got in trouble before the draft.
0: Um, oh, Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Both on the Eagles. Right, Jalen yeah. Carter and Jordan Davis the last two years. They've had yep. offensive linemen that are littering the NFL right now. Alabama the same. 2019 LSU, look. The best player on that team, the best players on that team are are often talked about because it was Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson and Chase Chase and guys like that. Yes, but. They won because of those guys and the fact that the whole defensive line is in the NFL right now, and the whole offensive line is in the NFL right now from 2019. Like, that's how they won. And then, you you know, uh, look, I can tell you the best offensive and defensive line combo that Florida State ever had, even going back to 93 and 99, was in 2013. They had just just stacked there. Ohio mm-hmm. State, the last time they won it, they were monsters up front. That's how you win. Like, that's right. – when you see the teams that are getting those, 2005 Texas. I remember when they were signing all those defensive linemen, and in the 2001 or 2 class, they had signed like five defensive tackles. And I was like, that's dumb. There are like two that can play at once. A lot of those guys are going to ride the bench. No. Matt Brown took those guys and just ran them through, and as soon as one of those big hogs got thirsty, he put another one in, and you just didn't move on them. I mean, it yeah. was – they had all this, like, depth on the defensive front and their offensive line was just crazy good. And so, if you can get those two things to intersect the right way, you which, are going to win a
2: lot. Which, by the way, makes me think that Texas is going to be fine. They ha- desperately have to figure out that secondary because watching the difference between Pennix in that game and Pen- it just – the throws were just more open. Like, granted, he missed a lot more throws this week. Or yeah, yesterday than he did uh, since the Arizona State game back in October. Yeah. I think this is the worst game he's played since then. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it's the worst game he's played at Washington, which is a terrible tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, it, it, it is night and day the difference between Michigan's secondary mm-hmm. and Texas's secondary. Yeah, because I think their defensive lines are equivalent. Yeah, right. Yeah, like those two guys up front for Texas are gonna be probably first or second round draft picks. Yeah, more than likely top ten maybe for one of them. But like I it I don't know where the, what the point where I was trying to land this. I think that Texas is gonna be fine because they have that. Oh yeah, but like they have to figure out the back end of that. Not to make this a Texas conversation, but you see when you have both units working and in, in uh, are synchronized. Yeah, what that amounts
0: to. Oh yeah, to. absolutely. And look, if you want to know why Michael Penix had his worst game at Washington, just look at the shot of him walking off the field last night. He was like holding like, his like, side, oh, Like man. Just like, oh god, yeah. I
2: just, wouldn't be surprised if they came out. Remember when like Andrew Luck ruptured his spleen or whatever you know, it was? Yeah. And they're like, why is he like all like limped over? Oh, it's because well, he, he has, has a no l- internal organs. Yeah, left. exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lacerated kidney, and everybody's yeah.
0: like, oh. Yeah, yeah and I, it,
2: it, like, Michael Penny's couldn't walk at the end of that game. Yeah, no,
0: it was – and he, he toughed it out. God bless him. But, man, I mean, it was just a physical nightmare for, for Washington, and that's what Michigan did to people all year. And, look, you can say, like, the Connor Stallion things is going to hang over, you know, and Jim Harbaugh can say they're innocent all that he wants. Well, he's um, not going to be there, so it's Well, he's going to be the coach of the uh, – I'm, I'm yeah, calling, the next coach. I'm calling
2: Chargers. How do we feel about Chargers? I had a Chargers fan that I worked for, Vinny Winter, shout out. He uh, is from the San Diego area, or from San Diego in general, but he roots for the Chargers, or rooted until they moved, and he said they're dead to him. But he oh. said he believes it's going to be the Chargers because he, – Herbert. Because, well, because of Herbert, he also used to coach in, like, San Diego and, mm-hmm. like, had a relationship with them and stuff like yeah. that. It makes too much sense.
0: Yeah. So, I think that's – because even last last, last night – when they, they asked him, like, you know, do you want to win a Super Bowl? He's like, can I just enjoy this right now? Like, <laughs> that's the that's heat. That is one <laughs> thing.
2: Like, he, it, I don't think his life will be complete. I think he, that shadow of well, he, John winning.
0: Yeah. He did what he, he wanted to do, which was go back to his alma mater and build them back to what they were. Yeah. Because that's what Michigan used to be. There are people watching the show that, like, when you talk about how good Michigan used to be, they're like, when? I don't. I mean, like, yeah, genuine, you don't know. Genuinely, I don't. Yeah. Like, not, how old are you in 1997? Uh, three. You were three years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Garrett and I remember Michigan. Yes. Jack yes. was not alive in 1997. Uh, he was nary even the thought uh, in 1997. Maybe a thought. He might have been a thought. Were you? Yeah, I might have been. You no? Know? I <laughs> Yeah, he was a surprise. Uh. Yeah, so he wasn't a thought. He was a different thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he was, <laughs> he was the first thought, not the latter thought. Yeah, this was like his. The thought was, "This will be fine." Yeah. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, live
2: forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, Jack in 1987. Like, so telling people that Michigan used to be not only good, but like especially the Michigan Ohio State rivalry, yeah. which is so intense for the longest time, has really been lopsided because. Urban Meyer and Jim Trestle dominated. Yeah, up until Ryan Day, wasn't it? I mean, the 21st century,
2: it was all Ohio State. Yeah,
0: like Michigan had, like, they had, like, little Mm one-offs, like, here and there. But, like, for the most part, it was Ohio State dominating it. So much so that it it was like they were giving their fans cocaine, and then they took away the cocaine. They're like, listen, I can't live without cocaine. And they're like, well, you know, things are going to be different. You won't be like, ah! (laughs) I don't want to be 11-1. <laughs> like, you want me to drink coffee? <laughs> yeah. My child? I don't want to be 11-1. It's crazy. Yeah. Who lives like that? <laughs> Everyone else, dude. <laughs> yeah. Most people. Yeah.
2: Most people go to work.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. And so he built them back to where they were. Yeah. I think he's going to go because now that box is checked. And had he checked it last year, we may not be talking about this now. Washington might be going, hey, this is the greatest day of our lives. The yeah. best time. The other thing is people also don't remember Washington being good. No. So um, both these teams – and look, they, this is the rematch from 92 uh, when Washington won. Uh, and, you know, here we are uh, back again and, and Michigan got some – you weren't alive in 1992. No, it I was, was 92, the Desmond Howard year. Um. Yeah, Desmond Howard won the Heisman, yes. Okay. But Steve Entman was the story of the, of, the, of the game. He was the defensive tackle. He was the first pick in the draft by the Colts. Yes. Okay. They had the first and third picks. They picked Steve Entman first, and then they picked Quentin Coriat from Texas A&M third. Two names I totally know. Yeah, see. <laughs> but look, this is this is a real thing. So 1997, I can tell you Charles Woodson, you know Charles Woodson. Yeah, yeah. That's the last time they won. And they shared it with Nebraska because that's what we used to do is we used to not let the two best teams play each other. And you'd be like, hey, uh, you're gonna get this national title and you're gonna get the other one. Well, yeah, I was looking back on Washington's Wikipedia, who's sneaky, like
2: their bowl record doesn't speak for how like kind of historic the program has yeah. been over the over the last, I don't know, 30 years. And uh or even before that, too, in the 70s. it was. It, who was the coach? Was it Day, or am I getting that wrong? Who the coach that led them from the seventies to the nineties into their national championship? James. James. I don't know why I was James, on Day. Yeah. but like in that era, he was. They were pretty dominant. They won a Rose Bowl, of course. They won a national championship, um, and then didn't Neuheisel go there? Yep, Neuheisel yeah, was so there. Sark it, was there. It. Yeah. It really. Um, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't speak to. Their bowl record and stuff doesn't speak to how good that they have been over the past few decades. But what I was saying is I, thought, I found it really funny that they have, like, claimed or might have claimed national championships. Yeah. And one was late. Like, yeah. it was, like, 1993 or something like yeah. that.
0: By the way, I'm going to give you another reason I might be fired up about why I got fired up about Washington because on Friday I went to see the boys in the boat. Which no, is, were, which is which is about who? You were George Clooney pill. Washington. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Ah, there we go. I'm all fired up because of nineteen thirty six and a sport that doesn't apply here. Right. <laughs> but Hey, they beat the Nazis, all right, yeah. man. No, there's a there's a fant- everybody needs to go see The Boys in the Boat. I say oh everybody if you in this like I haven't seen it yet. My grandparents
2: have seen it and they were like,
0: it's the best movie they've ever seen. Look, their- <laughs> it's a solid B plus sports movie. Yeah. Like it's it's in that range of like it's not like it's very short on most of the character development except for one guy. And even then, like it's not like it's more just about this the, the story moves along, which is what you like about it. Because like, it's rowing. It, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It it moves along. Along, so um, they just go and go and go, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's really good, uh, but there is a scene at the end, and not to spoil it, but uh, it wouldn't be a movie if they lost to the Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't make those movies, they they beat the Germans in the 36 Olympics, and Hitler is there. You know, and Is it a Jesse Owens type? Well, he's but, Jesse oh, Owens man. has a little, little spot in the movie, too. Like he's the, he was the story, obviously, of the 36 Olympics. Yeah. He's got a little spot in the movie. Um, but Hitler, the actor who plays Hitler, has this just great moment where after they lose, he's just flabbergasted and disappointed and, and leaves in a scurry. Ah.
2: Anyway, um, <laughs> no. I, I think, what do we make of the quarterback play? in this game specifically, because Penix, by all accounts, it was something – it wasn't quarterback rating, I believe, or maybe it was quarterback rating, which is kind of a broken statistic, but, like, was his lowest of any time – any game he's ever played at Washington. It was, like, Mm -hmm. a 47 or something like that. J.J. McCarthy had, like, a 44, and that's not even, like, his 10th worst game Yeah. uh, Michigan, yeah. which says a lot
0: to me but about, about, about how Michigan has – Yeah. They, look, they created a situation for a long time because quarterback – outside, of, like we talked about the lines, but quarterback who can win you games in college football is not quite as important as quarterback who can win you games in the NFL.
2: Well, it's also it's, – I feel like in college football, it's like quarterback that, can't, that won't lose you games. Yes,
0: that's the first thing because if you look at the list of national championship quarterbacks, it's littered with dudes who are just like just a guy. Right? They're just a guy. I mean, Miami was built on that, right? Ken Dorsey, like, just a guy. Gina Toretta won the Heisman Trophy, ultimately was just a guy. And not to knock Gina Toretta, he played really, really well. But, you know, I've often said, like, of the 2001 uh, Hurricane team, Ken Dorsey was the worst player, and he wouldn't even mind me saying that to his (laughs) face. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I was. Riddled with and Hall was, of Famers. Yeah, and I was a, a Heisman Trophy finalist. But, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with you saying that about me because the team around him was so good. This Michigan team around, I think J.J. McCarthy's better than that, like as far as like athletically and all these things. that. Also, I don't think we've actually seen J.J. McCarthy's full skill set because they don't really use it. Um, right. You know, so I mean, like, they're not
2: running the read option with him. He's a little bit quicker than you would. Yeah, it's, he's you know, I mean, sneaky athletic. No, but I think, like, he, he's a little bit quicker, especially is, on some of those runs where he escaped up the middle. But he's an
0: absolute gamer.
2: Yeah. He doesn't make stupid mistakes. Didn't turn he, the ball
0: over. Didn't turn the ball over, wins you the game, like, all these things. Uh, very cool customer, like, you know, kind of, you know, doesn't get flabbergasted when things aren't going exactly the right way. All these things. He's he's really good at, at the little things. And when you have a quarterback's really good at the little things – and you don't let him get hit, and you don't actually put him in a position to get hit because you're running the ball 75% of the time, Like he's going to be remarkably effective when you ask him to do something because his body feels way better. Uh, (laughs) He's there, yeah. yeah. He's physically Um, there. Yeah, which is, um, you know, it's great to have a quarterback who can run, and that's a huge part of his game. But ultimately, you also are taking like when he's outside the pocket and not sliding. You're giving the defenders the only thing they've ever wanted in their life is a free shot on this clown, and that's what they want. Well, you know, sometimes you can do it and protect your guy a little better and still win. Um, I like the dude. Things I do admire about this Michigan team, and I've said like Harbaugh bothers me immensely uh, on a lot of different levels because it's not. Is it so, the daddy issues or where? No, does it's it come it's out not there? so much the. And I talked about this, with Chris, yesterday. It he's I'm. Perfectly willing to tell you, he's an excellent, excellent coach. I don't like that he's indignant about the things around him that, like, look, dude, we know. We know. Like, don't treat us like idiots. We know. Like, just kind of be like, well, what are you going to Like, if he had been like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? I'd have been like, you know what? Don't like you, but at least Respect. you. At least you. It's the same, like, it, and I said this yesterday. It's the same thing about the 2017 Astros, of which I know you are also a fan, yeah. in that, if the Astros have been like, look, we got out over our skis. Like, we figured out we could do something. We got really egregious with it. You know, we, f- we felt it was kind of common practice, so we-, we-, we kind of morally equivocated that way, but we've learned our lesson. Yeah. But from Jim Crane on down, it was like, no, you're the asshole. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, don't, I, don't, like, I wasn't the one hitting the trash can. Don't yeah, me. no. You're the one asking about, like right. I'm the one, like it's just, um, it's, it's just, I find this whole
2: thing fascinating because we have known for months yeah. that they were, call it cheating, call it a competitive advantage. Yeah. Probably cheating. One, we talked about it at length in this show, probably could be solved if you just gave quarterbacks headsets. And
0: that's going to happen.
2: Yeah. But two, it just continued. Like, not them cheating, but, like, their season. Like, nothing happened. You know what I mean? There was this moral outrage about it, and there was a talk about it leading up to the game. And now it's just like, hu- hu- huzzah, Jim Harbaugh mm. all did it. Yeah. I don't, you know – I'm not going to sit here as a 2000 Ash, 2017 Astros fan and be like, it's the worst thing in the world that has no. ever happened to college I football. Think, I don't think There's it is. so much worse with college it, football. It just
0: like – it's always going to – like that's always going to be the pockmark on it of – Yeah, I mean – Right, but
2: I don't feel like we're talking – like we are now here currently, but we as a collective just – it was just kind of like uh, three cheers, hip, hip, hooray, you know? And I don't then, know.
0: And look, there are things he did well – while it In might
2: still, like, people are like, can't wait for this one to be vacated, you know yeah, what they, I mean?
0: They were, um, I hate vacated titles. I hope they don't do that. Like, Never do that. Like, just don't, just, look, here's the thing. It's not going to make Washington feel any better. No. It's, it's, it's not going to make Michael Penny. Like, are you supposed to give Vince Young that Heisman? Yeah. You know, you know like, Reggie Bush? No. Yeah, you're no it's, it it's pointless. So, no, I, um, the thing I, I, I wonder about it, and I said this yesterday, I'll say it again today, Here's where it gets me of, yes, there are teams doing probably similar things. Or they've got a Connor Stallions type that's watching every bit of video he can get. But maybe they weren't doing it to the level that, like, these guys weren't on the Central Michigan sideline wearing spy glasses. Right. Like, they weren't doing those things. So that's where where it crossed the line to me of scamming your way onto another team's sideline and then using uh, spy glasses – they're uh, in here right now. Well, look, we're not even you're on that good. shot. We're no, yeah, not, not, sure. not even on that you're shot. Okay. <laughs> on that shot. Uh, but it's... Huh, weird. Um, anyway, but it's, it's the, the thing about... It's the, the steroids comparison I'll use. The deal about steroids is not so much that I'm Brett Boone and I went from hitting 19 home runs to 49 home runs. It's that... I was able to do that not only because I'm stronger, but because I don't miss – I don't go on the disabled list anymore. Well, that was – yeah, that was
2: always the thing. Is like you just don't get tired.
0: Yeah, so like, you know, oh, my gosh, this guy had 275 strikeouts this year. Well, he used to average six innings a game, and now he's averaging eight. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, well, he doesn't get tired. The same thing of – did they win a game or they have a better game than they would have this year or the last couple of years? Right. Because on that day, whenever it was like, oh, I don't want to play a stupid team. Like, I don't really feel like this. You know, after their first couple series where they, you know, kicked the ball around and they're like, oh, hey, I know it's coming now. Exactly mm-hmm. because you told me. And then they got that momentum back where other teams, you know, have to fight their way out of it and might get upset. Like, like would
2: they have dropped a November game to Purdue?
0: Yeah, because it was just that way. Yeah, if they if they didn't already know all this stuff, like that's the thing that's always going to get me about it. But again, I'm not I'm not going to be one of these people who's like invalid, fraudulent. Like it, it is what it is, you know. Like, well, it, and then it was settled on the field too. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying
2: because then you watched last night, and I, I think the game was closer than what the final score was indicative of. But like, you watched it, and the one team was clearly better.
0: Yeah. And there they, was a
2: chance for Washington to go and make it a game and potentially take it. They couldn't like hit Roma Dunze on some of those wide yeah. open throws, but like it, there was, there was a sense that after some of those runs, Michigan was just in control, yeah. and it felt that way, especially in the fourth quarter when they just wore them down. So it's played out on the field. Yeah. So and also it would be tough for you to go to like. Ann Arbor and be like, y'all didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, like, yeah. No, I saw it with my own eyes. No, I was, was there. They, they physically dominated. They did everything they were supposed to do. And here's the other thing. Um, much like the Astros got many other chances to show that it wasn't just about, you know, that they knew what pitch was coming. Right. Michigan, you, you're honestly telling me the last month that any team used the same signs as they did the week before they played Michigan. Right. Nobody did.
2: Yeah, they changed everything. They're
0: they're changed. Like, none of the way that, there's no way that was on video. And if it was, it was pure Jimbo Fisher level hubris. (laughs) That's been my whole thing with this. Like, I don't care about Michigan and cheating because when it came down to the toughest part of their schedule, they didn't miss a beat. And they kept winning with Jim Harbaugh, not even there for six games. So I don't care about the sign skill. It's not even a, it doesn't even really cross my mind. Like, I completely forgot about it until JJ McCarthy was asked about it the other day. Yeah. And look, I, um, I fr- and yeah. he was like, well, other people are doing it. Like, yeah, well, exactly. Do we know? Well, that, well and That's what the other thing that made me mad about it. I was like, look, dude, just be like, look, uh, you know. Right. There's a lot of science ceiling that goes on. I'm not going to talk about.
2: I kind of think if you just come out and you just, with all of this stuff, and she, my bad, dude.
0: Like, yeah. you're just like, we were trying mm-hmm. to win. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't all that, like, I've never been that mad at the stuff that Belichick has pulled. No. I really haven't. Because ultimately, you still got to do it, you know, yeah. like. It's just how it is. I just think it's, it's one of those things that's going to hang over, which I don't, I don't like. Um, it's always going to feel weird. But, again, if you want to, like, let's just let's walk back in history, like, hey, um, maybe Georgia doesn't suspend guys when they should for reckless driving and things like that. Like, yeah. You know, so, like, you can keep going. Like, had you, sus- you know, had you suspended a player when he probably deserved to be suspended more, there might be, like, 30 different national championships because coaches were like, No. This is not about you, right Ale- player who who did this, this is about, about the team. team, and then they lose <laughs> and then yeah. and then you know Saban so had
2: a whole diatribe on this several years ago where they asked him if the you know suspending players and what have you, and he's like, well, if I would have suspended so and so for a marijuana bus back in two thousand and thirteen or whatever, then he wouldn't be a millionaire, no. you know. Business owner now. I mean, I don't think the guy went pro. Is well, one I, very specific example. Well, you know, it's but,
0: um, and um, yeah, Bob, look, my beloved Bobby Bowden, who uh, can do no wrong in my eyes, <laughs> and I believe this. I think he said there's a better ways to to solve a lot of things than a dadgum suspension, and he really took on that after the university made him dismiss Randy Moss. Oh. <laughs> for the least bad thing that Randy Moss had ever done. Like, it was <laughs> – he was like, look, we've got this kid in the right track, and he smoked a little bit of weed, and because he had a, a rough past in a rough town where he grew up, we're going to dismiss him. Maybe that's not the best thing for Randy Moss. Now, credit Randy to Ra- football, so credit to saying. Randy Moss into what he's turned himself into and that he didn't let any of that stuff – Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, knock him off the path, but I do think that for Bobby Bowden, and I think Lou Holtz as well, because he was going to Notre Dame first, Like both those guys were like, well, we really felt like we could have helped this kid and he was going to be better off, and certainly when he got his last chance at Marshall, he turned his life around. He was a little immature in the NFL at times, but gosh. Who hasn't
2: been? 90s football is so insane. Can you imagine? And look, Baylor has has had to – but that's a completely different set of circumstances. But for like a winning team with no problems, if you came up and it was like, hey, Randy Moss smoked a little weed, I think you need to kick him off your team. That that coach would tell you to stick it where the sun doesn't shine. And look, it
0: was like the fourth thing that he had done. All of Uh, the rest of them were in high school. Randy Moss. But like, you know, sometimes, like you do, you just kind of have to let things go. So, like, again, I do think that there is – there's wiggle room for things. I just know that this one, the only thing I don't like about it is the way that we've all been treated about it is like, well, look, yeah. you know.
2: Y'all are stupid for caring about this. Yeah. I, like, like, we've gone on and on, and I think, I believe it was Cat Williams who was in the news about this, about, yes. like, sports, They they they're up in arms about performance-enhancing substances, or cheating in sports. Sports are an entertainment. Now I know there's something weird inherent about like college sports because these kids are so young and like there's supposed to be this pageantry and uh, sanctity towards college football. The line is getting blurrier and blurrier when it comes to yeah. this thing as an entertainment product and entity. Nobody gets mad at actors or uh, wrestlers or whoever for taking steroids or cheating on their taxes or something like that to like m- to fund a movie. Yeah. No one gets mad at that. It is because that is just baked in do,
0: to do, the entertainment um, product. Am I mad that that to to be Achilles and Troy that Brad Pitt was clearly just bathing in HGH? No. no. Because he look great. Because it worked <laughs> for the movie.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, every single one of those Marvel actors. No, I just ate chicken and rice and worked out three times a day. Kiss my ass. All right? <laughs> no, but like, I, I need the receipts. But the, uh, but the thing is with this, is we, because it's a competition, like a literal competition where there are stakes involved as far as health goes, we sort of treat it like it's this holier than thou monument mm-hmm. um, towards the spirit of competition and yeah, friendship. Yeah, I, and uh, I think that line's getting blurry and blurrier. Where we're just gonna be like, no, I don't think they're I'm not advocating for rampant cheating. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if we need to burn down. Uh, like I don't think like there's two down buildings because Let's not of it. burn
0: down buildings and let's not morally equivocate. Let's yeah. not like let's just that's the let's just accept it for what it is and try to make it better as opposed to being like, well, you know, Ohio State was stealing signs, so Michigan had to steal signs. Worse. That's JJ McCarthy's uh, explanation <laughs> for it. Well, that's not that's not really a good thing. Like, hey, um, you know, I just went up and punched Garrett for no reason. So then he's going to come and punch me harder. I mean, he's defending himself, but, like.
2: He's going to cheat on my spouse before she cheated on me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel it coming, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Like, I'll preemptively. Yes, that's a better example. Like, yeah, don't do that. But, like, just accept it. Like, not all this stuff is pure as the driven snow. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Anyway, when we come back, let's talk about the offseason. This is 365 Sports.
1: If your business is like most, you need things done quickly. But if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown. And that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light. Whatever you need, we can build it. Internet, Metro Ethernet, Waves, Dark Fiber. We deliver custom private networks and are focused on business customers only. Our next generation 100% fiber optic infrastructure offers you low latency and ultra scalable bandwidth with speeds up to 100 gigabit to run your critical applications. Your connection won't be limiting your performance anymore. It's diverse and scalable, so it can grow and change as your business grows and changes. And with a secure carrier grade private network, you'll have all the reliability you need. Contact UPN today to learn more. Fast, just got faster. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome
0: to the Triple Option. Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Alongside Royden Ogletree, it's the off-season of college football. Hey, we made it. Which, uh, it's, look, it's it's a sad and happy time. Right. You know, uh... It's it's sad because we don't, you know, get to watch college football anymore, but it's happy in that this you know, new beginnings and all. I don't all
2: get that. to screw off for eight hours on a Saturday and be like, <laughs> have an excuse about it.
0: Yeah, no, it is like football season ending. Like, it's always – I can see it in my wife's eyes of <laughs> like, oh, there's things like you won't, you know – I, like I don't watch, and I love college basketball. I don't watch like four college basketball games in a row. No,
2: well, I'll one, watch. It's a, wor- it's a far worse product than like <laughs> yeah. NBA basketball equivalent.
0: But um, the thing is, I don't watch the NBA until later because yeah. they've they've spent years making. February basketball completely pointless. Right. You know, like, no, I, I agree. <laughs> it's like you know, like unless it's like a really cool matchup or something like that, I'm not gonna really in. What do
2: you mean in, Giannis right? isn't gonna Giannis Giannis isn't gonna play until May.
0: Yeah, like that. That's um, just make the whole season the playoffs. Right. Just just do that. It's all the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. Just do that uh, because again, if you're trying to tell me on January uh, 9th today that the NBA game that's tonight is going to change the whole right. season, it won't. Um, yeah. you know, and ba- look, I understand as a huge baseball fan that it's not like that, but like baseball is more of a, I don't know, it's it—it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, it is. It's just like it relaxes me. Yeah. I- until October when it's not relaxing at all.
2: Then it's the worst. Yes. It's, yeah. It's the worst sport in the world in, in October.
0: And in, in June, baseball is like, you know, oh, darn. I ni- know Oswald got rocked. It's just Whatever. A, it's just a night, like, it's just a nice little, Cool drink as I sit in the sun and enjoy the weather, and then in October it's like seventy straight shots of espresso. Yeah, like into my. <laughs> into We're storming my the heart. beaches. Get on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it is. You know where, you know, a guy gives up a home run and like I'm like, and, all right, well that sucked. Lost yeah. to the Yankees, bummer. And then he gives up a single with two outs and the worst hitter coming up. I'm like that's it. <laughs> it's over. The season's all over. The franchise.
2: <laughs> This, Everything that I love and is good yeah. is dead.
0: This this one ninety hitter is going to come up and have
2: his career defining. You say that, and then Scott Basenick hit a home run in the World Series again in two thousand five. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's how it is because you. Ha- I believe people in those moments had this look. If I'm ever going to do something, now's the time to Why do it. Ruin
2: these seven year olds' lives, you know.
0: <laughs> um, um, I, uh, you know, in. Uh, Scott Pistenik, uh is from West West here. Yeah. Um, I hate the name drop, but he's a friend. Uh, <laughs> and when you go into the White Sox, the cell, yeah. uh, whatever it's called now, um, but when you go into the park and you get on, the, like, you're walking up the concourse, there are several pictures of every moment of that home run Ugh. all over the place. And I just feel bad for all, like, anybody who's, like, like me and likes to just go to different baseball parks. Yeah, yeah. But like if you're an Astros fan you're like all right let's check let's check Chicago off this we'll see the Cubs tomorrow and, and we'll Sox. see the White Sox today and then you're like oh, doo 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 i'm going to get a hot dog oh look there's a statue of Frank Thomas doo 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 ah <laughs> <laughs> nightmare <laughs> what what is this what are you doing to me chicago <laughs> why why? Still
2: staying up till midnight just to watch him hit bombs off of your favorite players is <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and he hit a home run all year. I digress. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Freddie Garcia threw like they didn't use the, that was the weird. Like they didn't use the bullpen the whole yeah. postseason. It was wild. Everybody's throwing complete games. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but it is the off season, and there are lots of things going on. Um, Michigan's off season will be a very interesting one, uh, in that Jim Harbaugh. I'm just telling you, by Friday or Saturday, I don't expect this guy to be the coach of Michigan anymore. No, the Tennessee
2: Titans are asking to interview Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it'll be the it'll be the Chargers, like 170. Like, but.
0: yeah, I mean, but like, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he interviews with three teams. You know, like yeah. if he
2: Atlanta's open now. Yeah, uh, but they're interviewing everybody under the sun. Yeah, uh, Washington. So, you know, look, Carolina's owner now is like the worst owner in sports. Like he Tepper isn't above like. Trying to make another splash and hire another huge college coach. But this one has a pedigree
0: that's like 44 and 19 as an NFL coach. Like, Harbaugh is no slouch. Uh, Yeah, he made a Super Bowl. I mean, he was a good NFL coach. And, And if, you know, I think Harbaugh also, like, he's one of those guys you can work with for this many years. Yeah. And then at the end of that many years, It's time for Jim Harbaugh to go do that to someone else. (laughs) Like, go help another person. You've done all you can here. Uh, And look, Michigan. I think Sharon Moore will be the head coach and probably do a really good job uh, there. They probably won't even lose that many people off the staff because he'll go hire a mostly NFL staff um, off that. So uh, he'll. I think he's going to be gone. I think that like his his personal response to the whole. Multiple suspensions going on has been mostly water off a duck's back because he knows like, all right, what are you going to do? Throw me in jail? Well, yeah, what are you like? What are you going to do? I'm just going to go to the NFL, and yeah. then he's done what he did at Michigan, and he's moving on. And it'll be interesting because JJ McCarthy has a decision to make. A lot of people think he's going to the NFL. I don't. I don't know. Like, <sighs> I I said it last
2: week, and you know I didn't look at the comments because why would I? But like the the Thought is that he will, and but the the overall consensus on Twitter, because we all know what's right, yeah. is uh, that he's going to get GMs fired. That maybe if he goes in the first round, if somebody for some reason gives him a first round grade, which Mel Kiper had him really really high, and not to say Mel Kuyper has never been wrong, he has like Jimmy Clausen, but like it, I if he goes in the first round, he's going to get somebody fired. Yeah, I I think he is a we were saying before the show second third round quarterback. Mm-hmm. I digress. I, I don't see it with McCarthy other than he doesn't turn the ball over and he doesn't lose you games. But he's not he's – not, I just keep going back to it. He's not what C.J. Stroud became this year where okay. he was actively winning you games despite yeah. coaching no, in the team.
0: Nobody is a surefire hit. But no. you're, you're telling me that in a draft that has Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix Jr., and Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to put him with those guys. I'm not going to. No. Um, I'm not putting him, look, with some guys who are going to get drafted later. He's like perfect Patriots. Like Michael Pratt or Jordan Travis or Cam Ward. Like, yeah. You know, like, and look, he's the one who just won the national title. But if I'm looking to build an NFL team, like, he's not going to be my ninth choice right now. Like, I, I need to see more. But I also willing to concede that Michigan won in such a way where we only had to see. Like, 50% of J.J. McCarthy. There's
2: layers to it, and I just I just think over the season, like down the stretch, it, it just – granted that Alabama game, he threw three touchdowns, he looked pretty good. I'm just – I think last night is, is 75% of what J.J. McCarthy kind of is on the regular, and the elevated is that. Like, I just, I just think he's Davis Mills. Like, I just keep going back to it. And uh, I'm not a draft expert by any means. I just like watching football. But I mm-hmm. I just – I'm not quite seeing it where he was going to elevate himself over those people. Now, maybe he's like a combine hero and has the best arm strength we've ever seen in the history of the combine, and he runs like a 4-4 randomly. But I don't know. I I'm, I'm not quite seeing it. And here's the thing, too. Maybe he doesn't – want to stick around for whatever fallout comes of post-Jim Harbaugh just to see if he can win another national title. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's some, there's some people who like to like dismiss being a third-round draft pick as a quarterback. There's some merit to just, like, mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Dudes play. You saw how many backup quarterbacks played this year in the NFL? Yeah. Like, I think almost 25. Almost all of them. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally, like almost everyone all of them. got snaps this year. Yeah. I mean, almost all of them. You probably got snaps this year. I, them,
0: I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm on. I'm they on. were pulling Italians out of their house. To yeah. Come play. They were. I, that's why. That's why I'm waiting. Look, Flacco, you get Flacco. I'm the next one. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm currently on the Jets practice squad right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy
2: DeVito was sitting at home and they're like, you're next to the stadium, dude. Just come yeah, on. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yes. I'm the next Italian. I'm the next one. <laughs> no, I, but it is interesting for Michigan going forward. Washington, you know, just in those two, like, just the two teams, uh, they've already signed Will Rogers uh, in the transfer portal. They've got a bunch of those guys coming back, although they're going to lose the three wide receivers in Pennix and probably the tight end, too, because that guy's a stud. Uh, Troy Fattenau, the, uh, the fantastic tackle, gone. Braylon Trice will be gone. So they've got some rebuilding to do. But how – was their running back a senior – uh, I think he's back. I think Dylan Johnson will be back. Ah, man, he.
2: Uh, but he's dealt with injuries all year yeah, too. He's gonna have so. to have massive recovery when it comes to this offseason.
0: Do, do you want to give a shout out to my good uh, uh, friend Will Nixon, who plays for the for the Huskies? Um, you know, former Midway star. Yeah. Uh, he 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 had a big drop in the game last night, but he also oh, had he a made nice up catch for it, though. Well, yeah. So, um, but. Yeah, Will Will I didn't uh, know that's where he was. I yeah, thought he had He went to Nebraska, in Nebraska and then he transferred to to Washington. Okay. So, I uh, love Will Nixon, love Jeff Nixon. Um love the Nixon family. They were great. Will um Will is one of the like the best kids I've ever interviewed, especially in high school where it is an absolute like you know, like crapshoot shoot is there's more like you have better chances in craps. Like it's <laughs> You can go and interview a high school football player, and I hate it's the it. first time you know. It's the first time they've had a microphone anywhere yeah. near them, yeah. like in the same room, and they're like, "Oh, okay." And then they will talk for hours on a football field.
2: You hand them a microphone; they've never talked before in their entire lives.
0: Yeah, and then you—they don't yeah, know. But then you have like, speak. then you have those guys like, you know, like Will and Tanner Mordecai, who played with Will, that are just good. Now Tanner didn't give a crap that's why he was so good <laughs> <laughs> he was gutsy yeah um will was just good you know um he's on brand on message yeah will was just great Will, i mean will's a coach's kid like yeah. will's will's lived in like a billion different places like he know, like he knows how to make friends really quickly because of that. Like, so it was, you meet Will and it's like that. But I was I was happy that he got the opportunity to do that. I was bummed that Washington didn't get to win because A, I picked him and B, yeah. I, I knew a guy on that team that I didn't know on the other team. All, off-season
2: storylines, I know we got 10 minutes left, but off-season storylines that I'm really interested to see. Like, uh, obviously, like the big, uh, not the big 10, the big 10 is expanding. The Pac 12 yeah. is bye, done, yeah. see you later. Thanks for the memories. Which...
0: And, and was Michael Penix not like the emblem of the Pac-12 just, at yes, the end? Like, yes. Walking out was <laughs> <laughs> just just the avatar of it. Yeah.
2: Oh man, that sucked. We have to do that again? No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um but I'm interested to see what happens. The ACC is the most fascinating storyline of oh, the offseason. The
0: ACC's and what's going to happen. And right now there's no real explanation for how Florida State is going to do this except for the fact that like, there's a lot of weird things about this grant of rights in that it's kind of like the Magna Carta and it can only live in this one spot and you can't take it out. Yeah. So if you, if you want to have your lawyers examine it, they have to go to the ACC headquarters and sit in a room with the grant of rights, um, which has already been challenged by Florida's attorney general and you know those those things are gonna get super super interesting yeah. uh, and you know we had Matt Brown from extra points on the show yesterday he made it he made a point of the argument appears to be going forward that this uh, penalty is too excessive to leave like it, it doesn't allow like the penalty to leave and, and create fair capitalistic competition is unfair that this is something now, the problem is, is that Florida State agreed to it. Right, yeah. But um, their argument also is like, well, none of us were here when that happened. <laughs> so we've come here and we like to- If we knew to-
2: now what we knew, or if we knew then what we knew now, we wouldn't have signed that, right? Yes,
0: we wouldn't have hired those nitwits
2: yeah.
0: who, um, but it's, that's gonna be really interesting because Florida State is gonna be the first one over the wall, however that happens. And when that happens, there's no reason for any of them, even if the ACC comes back together in some form, there's no reason for the rest of the ACC to stay in that contract if they can make it more malleable. Like, every other league will get to renegotiate their TV deal twice before the ACC does, and that's just assuming that college football stays in the same structure that it is in 2036.
2: No, I mean it yeah. will be. I, I I have zero faith that it will be. I I'm just interested. So you just did you just mention the TV, TV rights deals? Yeah. So and, like
0: the Big Twelve, Big Ten, and SEC. They've they all inked it. Yeah. They've all inked like they've all inked deals, but they'll get to ink another deal and then potentially another deal yeah. before the ACC gets to even think about it, unless ESPN two years from now, which they can do can eliminate axit. the contract yeah. and exit, which
2: is – Seems like an inevitability.
0: Yeah. So, like, the ACC, I know they're fighting against their demise, but um, – and I think Florida State is also sending the message of like, listen, if we leave, you're dead anyway. Yeah. So, like, what's going to happen? Because two years from now, you know, it's just going to be gone. And that's – that may be to where they push this limit because they're, they're going to leave as soon as they can, but their can might be two years from now and not one. Right, uh, But, yeah, it, it, there is there's so much to this in that the next realignment thing is going to be – like, all these things have been earth-shattering. But the next thing that happens
2: – Is the big thing, you think? Is,
0: it
2: it the almost, biggest?
0: It almost has to be the big thing of, like, look, we've got to – like, it has to signal we have to stop this. We have to stop it and figure out what we're going to be and how we're going to structure this so that we're not living in court.
2: Yeah, and is the NCAA even an entity to govern that? Yeah, exactly. So
0: it's, it's those things that, like, that's why they've proposed the new structure and all these things of, look, do you, would you like to be and play with the big boys and do all this stuff and spend all this money? Then, yes, you're in. But then that's going to mean renegotiating all the TV contracts and sharing with everybody, which right now that's the problem is that nobody's out for the good of the entire sport. They're out for the good of the me. Yeah. And the good of the me is, well, I don't really care what happens in that conference as long as I'm good here, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm then good in Waco, Texas, you know yeah, I mean? Yeah, good, I'm good right here. I'm good fine. I don't care what happens. But the thing is, is that unless you're – and honestly, even the ones who are in those conferences, there's a few who probably are nervous in that, okay, if we keep on doing this and doing this, at what point do we decide that, you know, in spite of this money that we're getting – it's not worth it to be this humiliated. I don't know, like, or we're not worth it to them anymore because the TV networks have said, like, you know, you guys are playing a lot of Vanderbilt-Rutgers type games. Right. It's not really – Not a good product. It's not really blowing the skirt up, you know, so uh, – It's all about the product. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we find out a way to get them in and, like, you know, bring in somebody else? And that's probably – those discussions have probably already happened at some level somewhere Yeah. in that, like, okay, well, how do we make this just the teams that people – routinely watch on television. Which is tough for
2: most fans. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, One more uh, storyline that I wanted to, speaking of negotiating, um, how does NCAA football 2024 shake up the landscape of this whole thing? Oh. Because, I the video game. Because, look, I don't think it's going to be earth-shattering, but they are already, like, really having to negotiate what this thing is going to be and how this can be a bargaining chip. I want to just see how schools leverage this. You'll be on a video game, kid. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and the thing is, is that's where collective bargaining comes in. Like, that's where it's going to start, is that, look, we have to, you know, yes. And I think some teams have already been left out because they just don't want to negotiate with it. You're going to... You're going to huge
2: teams, but you're
0: all going to make $750 from this kids. Like, let's yeah. not, let's not think that, you know, if you're on the cover, you'll make way more, right? But if, if you're, you're Caleb not on,
2: Williams, you will make money.
0: Yeah. But if you're not on the cover, then let's, let's be realistic here. You know, let's, let's, you know, take your money that you're going to get because your name's going to be on the thing, but that's whether it's going to be collectively bargained. Right. I'm not saying it's
2: a huge thing. I just think it's a big deal to a lot of people because people were tweeting like we were supposed to get like a trailer last night uh, and that just didn't happen because EA doesn't care about you. But like it is funny to me to think that we have had this in this day and age. We haven't had a game. Hold on.
0: I have to address something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we just haven't had this in a day and age where the complete total landscape of football has shifted and so many different fun things could have been... Used and also, it's now I feel going
0: to be a bargaining chip for people to come to our university. Yeah. Um, all right. Bracket Cat has made an accusation on the chat room that is not true about me. Uh-oh. He said that I said that I played f- high school football through middle school, football through middle school, and through the first year of high school. That is not what happened. I will show you. I was a proud sixth offensive lineman through all of high school. Hey. Yes. So. Yeah, respect my, like, you're listen. In the yeah, I'm in the yearbook, buddy. You're going to look at Bishop Earl High School, 1998, lost in the first round of the playoffs because the sixth offensive lineman. Had to play. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting
2: worked. Yeah,
0: look, here's the deal. I'm not going to tell you that I was some great football player, you jackass. Uh, But uh, also, like, don't make up things about me. And so Joel Hisagawi legit leg kicks. Yeah, and calling me fat. Yes, I understand. This is beef. This is beef. This is what happens. Got in the way. Yeah, got, yeah, you were able to stand in the way of people. Exactly. Look, that's, that's what happens. But uh, all of you uh, trying to tell me about my life and that you don't respect me, I just appreciate that you watch the show in spite of the fact that you think that I'm an idiot. So go back to masturbating in your ba- basement and leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> Look, there was a podcast
2: review on our, on our feed that uh, said, I think they called us a cavalcade of idiots. Yeah. Just so like, that's the best review we've ever gotten in our entire life.
0: Yeah. That that's it. Look, I look, you're not going to get me upset about my weight. I've been a stand-up comedian forever. I lean into this, okay? This is but I don't I do not respect you belittling my high school football, football career. career, damn it. <laughs> hey, because I'm standing here popping my knee this whole time because of that. Yeah. All right? I was there. I was there. Absolutely. So, also, not
2: playing sports doesn't disqualify you from talking about sports. I hate that. Yes. It's just yeah. continue that. Now, anyway.
0: I played uh, baseball through my first year of high school, and then that was the sport that told me, like, listen, you're done here. <laughs> you've Most gone, people
2: started throwing cutters. So you've gone like, as oh. far
0: as you can go. I, the, my last high school football game, and I knew it before, but, like, um, I played in the – well, this is before that. I played in the Spring Jamboree and, against Immokalee High School, and Immokalee High School had Edger and James. Oh, at the time. And we were doing this thing. I've told this story to a million people a million times because I think it's hilarious. But we were doing this thing where the defensive tackles were all, like, rotating through because it's a spring jamboree. You only play, like, a half. Scrimmage. And, you know, it doesn't matter. But Edrin was playing in this game. For what reason, I don't know. But uh, maybe it was just to humiliate me. A bloodletting. But I remember getting in the game, being, like, so excited. My dad's over there. He's taking a picture. And then... I like, I get, I, I'm standing at the line waiting to come down, and here comes Edron James running out of the field to take a carry, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> because they only ran like, like three running plays. It was like sweep this way, toss this way, Up the and middle. dive, which I'm like, they're going to call dive. They're going to call yeah. dive. I hope the fullback hits me. I hope the fullback hits me. Maybe the fullback will hit me. That's not what happened. Edron James hit me, and uh, my knee pops. <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, so there. So. (laughs) You'll remember that on your
2: deathbed. Yeah. This Hall of Famer tore my knee up. That's why I'm not walking to, like, hold my
0: grandkids. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes. No. I, uh, me and my brothers from Bishopboro High School will not stand for you selling my high school football career bracket cat, which was not glorious, and I spent a lot of time looking that way while other people did things, but I was there, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) I had shoulder pads on and jock rot and all that. (laughs) Like everyone. I still remember the smell. Yeah. <laughs> this, I do. I do. So that rant has taken me over the line, but I will not. I will not <laughs> let you sully the good name of, of the Vikings. I will not. <laughs> you can talk about my livelihood. You, you can, can talk, talk about my weight. Yeah. You can talk about a lot of things, but Viking pride lives forever. Forever. All right. We just. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, all NCAA of that.
2: Off-season. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about
0: it later, but yes. Absolutely. All right. That's going to do it for us. I'm Paul Catalina. This is Royden Ogletree. That's Garrett Ross. A very disapproving Jack McKenzie is over there. This is the Triple Option. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: If your business is like most, you need things done quickly. But if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown. And that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light. Whatever you need, we can